Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, um, and welcome to the next episode of Bibliostapes in Discussion. Uh, today, I've got the pleasure of being joined by John Irvin. Hello, John, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Yes, I'm good, thanks. Good. Uh, John uh, joins me from his car as he's just finished uh, his first day of six working, so uh, very much appreciated. Um, so, John, just before we get into chatting about your latest book, of which neither of us can pronounce the title of, I uh, just wonder if you can maybe give me a brief introduction to yourself and to your photography for those who don't uh, who don't know your work. Yeah. Um, hi there. Uh, my name's John Irvine. Um, I... Uh, I reside in Scotland and West Lothian um, in the kind of central belt, sort of halfway between Edinburgh and Glasgow. I'm originally from uh, just outside Belfast. Um, I was uh, born and raised there. Um, I moved across for university and uh, never quite managed to escape. So that's uh, a bit about myself. So, um, yeah, um, I currently uh, stay with my wife and three sons, although we're expecting another one in two weeks so it's a it's a busy time so and it'll get even busier um, i'd imagine <laughs> yeah so uh, i'll be a, another son as well so um it's the the five aside team is uh, complete Very so, good. Uh, yeah so um in terms of my photography um that's been very much a, a self-taught thing um yeah i uh the photography started really actually it was secondary i suppose my First passion is cars um, and old, old cars. So um, the, it came about probably 2006, 2007 um, when I would take, I would go and drive some, uh, my old minis and things like that and, and take pictures of them in nice backdrops of, you know, maybe the fourth bridge or yep. Glencoe yep. or something like that, you know, something that, you know, and then just quite, I suppose quite quickly, I realized, uh, you mean, the, the, the car started dropping away from the shot and I was just left with the, the landscape, really. Yeah. Um, and and that kind of continued for a good few years, um, just really just landscape um, photography. And I, I, I suppose it, it, it was a real release, you know, in terms of the you know day-to-day pressures. And I'll certainly not be alone in saying that. You know, yeah. I, I think that'll resonate with a lot of people listening to this that, yeah, photography was is, was maybe not the instigator, but maybe a continuation of of stress, just day to day stress relief, nothing critical, just you yeah. know, just a good way of clearing the head. Um, so uh, that continued. So the cars kind of distanced themselves, and they were very much kind of away, and then continued with the kind of the landscape photography, um, and then I suppose I was. Um, about 2013, um, I was I was married. I've, I was married before, and uh, it, it coincided probably just quite personally um, when, as my marriage ended, um, it was a real sort of coping uh, mechanism in terms yeah. of uh, you know just you know going day to day through things and it just that escapism, you know yeah. that, uh, and it probably felt that more than ever, you know, at that point. Yeah, and because I just just logistical reasons, uh, purely just, you know, with my sons and, and work and shifts and et cetera, et cetera. The, the landscapes kind of got, had to be brought closer to home, Yeah, you know? Yep. Um, and that's when I started sort of doing my, my woodland photography. Yes. Um, yep. Which was probably the first time that I felt, 
although it was it was certainly nothing innovative and um I never have been an innovator with photography. I'm very much a, a copier. <laughs> um and uh you know and and you know so, uh, I I think people start resonating with the work and over time can tell it's maybe one of mine, but certainly at the beginning it's it's very much looking on the inspiration of others. Yeah. So, um, which again, I don't think is unusual. Um, I think more than ever, there's probably very few people that are really true innovators nowadays, just because of just as time and yeah. and digital and um, you mean, there's still there's certainly certainly people out there. I don't want to take away from from what yep. people are trying to achieve, but it's just very hard nowadays with with anything in life, you know. Yeah, things have um, changed. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, so the, the woodland photography about sort of seven, eight years ago um, was really a big, big thing. Um, and uh, and that also coincided with the time I started using film. Um, before that, it was very much a digital camera. I had a kind of 5D or a 5D Mark II. And, yeah. Um, and I've never really cared for equipment. I still don't. I, just, I do care that it gives me the best results, but... Absolutely. It, you know what I mean? Whatever whatever it is that gets me there I'm, I'm really not bothered um so i yeah that, that kind of coincided with the the taking of film images and i found that whole process and again you I mean it's pretty pretty uh obvious but the whole process of of taking images on film just slows everything right down and when your mind's busy with maybe other things you know it just it felt perfect you know yeah perfect um, compliment Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so I continued with that and that led on to, um, yeah, my first kind of zine being published sort of in in a, in a couple of years after that. So, yeah, yeah, that's probably the the initial background of yeah. my photography anyway. Yeah, so you've, all, as you say, you've had a couple of uh, publications out. You had a path not far, which I think was with Kozu. You had Partition, which mm-hmm. was your own self-published from uh, back in Belfast. Yeah. And then more yeah. recently, uh, Another Place Press bought out your latest book, as I tried <laughs> to work out how to pronounce it, Mikrifjord. Yeah. How do you pronounce it, John? <laughs> um, and I've I've tried saying this a few times over today because I just realised today when I was about to do this that I've actually said it out loud very few times uh, because everything's been so uh, digital in the process. Yeah. But Mirka um, uh, Fjord is the way I've um, decided uh, it should uh, be pronounced. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is a it's actually it does have some relevance to the book because it's the old Norse name for the first and fourth in scotland um so and the the fjord part of it ties in with the kind of geography of the land yes yeah yeah so obviously this is your latest book which was published uh via another place press with ian Sargent. obviously um i have to say it's uh, it really isn't a lovely a lovely book um i know i can recognize very uh, quite a number of the locations myself um having yeah. been to quite a few of them it's always really yeah. just to try and get a bit of a background in terms of what got you onto this project and what the drivers mm-hmm. were for the project because um yeah. I, I think they'll probably the majority of photographers and people listening to this probably will never have been to many of the locations with yeah. held within yeah. this you know that the, each each project i suppose has been a a response to where I was at the time, you know, the first, the first kind of work as such, which, uh, as you mentioned, kind of Kozu kind of uh, took on board um, 
was a response to the woodland photography then yep. partition, which was very much a response due to how much time I was wanting to spend at home or, you know, you know, uh, seeing family, etc. Yes. Um, yep. So, and the and the and the, the Mirkefjord, um, which we'll go with, um, that was that was in response to really again being a bit more restricted in terms of traveling. Um, yes. I'd met my current wife kind of four years ago, and um, at that time, I suppose everybody has this. You know, the partition ended at the end of two thousand sixteen, and it was quite an exhausting process, kind of. Um, you know, really fulfilling, but yeah, it's a it's a huge um, it's a it's a it's a real roller coaster of emotions. You know, when you're trying to, um, and don't get me wrong, I had loads of you know help in terms of like suggestions and inspiration, but ultimately it came down to yourself. So yes. at the end of 2016, I, I, I took it, and I, I see this as a pattern, but I pretty much took a year off. I, I barely lifted the camera. Yeah, um, and. Um, it wasn't until I think about maybe November, December, twenty seventeen. Um, I was I was with my wife and we're down um, on the fourth down near Dunbar. Yeah, and just you know just picking out wee features and it just it's a, it's a it's an area kind of East Lothian, Aston and West Lothian. So east is, is obviously east towards the North Sea, just kind of beyond Edinburgh. And uh, it's an area I've spent a lot of time off over the years. It's beautiful, you know, the beaches. I love it as well, yeah. Stun- stunning yeah. parts of the world and coastline. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's really accessible as well. You know, once you get yeah. past Edinburgh Bypass, it's, it's, it's a very a really accessible part of the world. Uh, and uh, so it was It was just certain little things were starting to kind of come together a wee bit. And, you know, it was, it's, it's a very, certainly the first of fourth is really diverse, you know, not just... East Lothian, Button Fife, and you've got literally you know, West Lothian, kind of uh, Falkirk Council, you've got Clackmannanshire, you've got Fife, East Mid, Edinburgh, you know, Scottish borders along the Berkshire yes. coast. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a really diverse and with that you get really diverse cultures. You've got, you know, quite affluent areas, you've got areas of real depravity, you've got um, a multitude of industries, you've got, you know, fishing, oil. Yeah. Um, tourism, you know, you know, various other sort of um, works. So it was just, it just as soon as it kind of within the first couple of visits, um, and there were many, you know, I people can imagine, to get yes. all this, even, you know, even even though it was quite local to me, you know, to get to the farthest point east is about an hour and a half, yeah. and when you're making those trips repeatedly, and you know, obviously, you know, more often than not, becoming kind of really fruitful, and then you you add in the expense of film and and yeah. petrol and and time, yeah. and so, it's so not no, a cheap process. Yeah, you know, and it's really it, it 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 it's a you have to commit to it. If you're going to do it, you needs there needs to be an end product almost. Yes, and um, thankfully, um, Ian, um, who's a, who's just a, the nicest guy, um, and thankfully. Everybody I've kind of came into contact with with my books have been, have been wonderful, you know. Yeah. And Ian, Ian quite quickly reached out after I kind of put up, posted up the first initial images at the beginning, of, at the end of 2017. So you know, pretty much three years ago now. Yeah. Um, you know, highlighted that you know we thought could fit in with the model that he works with in another place press. So yeah. Um, and then by that time, Ian had been doing it for some time, and there was, you know, there was other. You know, photographers like Dan Wood, etc., who I would say I, 
you know what I mean? Dan's certainly somebody who I look up to and who's probably a much more established in kind of documentary style, but yes, I suppose more in that direction than anything where I could combine a bit, you know, probably more, maybe slightly more landscape, but with that documentary kind of feel to it. Yeah, so. yeah, I think it, I think it really fits in very well, I think, to the, the, the style that uh, Ian's doing at Another Place Press, yeah. which is landscape documentary and and yes it it fits that mold very well and i think as you say when when you're posting the first couple of uh, shots from it and obviously ian reaches out to you there must be a great confidence and and just a boost to think right okay i'm actually doing something that there there now becomes a a visible end product that gives you that gives you the the direction to to take the project in absolutely it's really encouraging, you know, with somebody, you know, establishing, uh, somebody who you respect as not just a photographer, but as a publisher and as a person kind of reaches out to you and, and shows support, then instantly you've got, you know, you've got a, a driving point. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that was fantastic. So to get that so early on, it wasn't like I was, uh, you know, searching, you know, and uh, yeah. after I certainly didn't have another uh, self-publishing in me so soon. Um <laughs> after after the last time so um to, to get that support um and you know it was a real yeah it was lovely so that kind of kept me going for the next well it was the end of 2019 really that it, it, yeah. it kind of finished up so um yeah so the next couple of years I yeah so so talking about I suppose the the process how was the process of working with Ian and um, obviously taking it through the, the design elements of it were you involved heavily in the design of of the book the layout the structure and also the tactile elements in terms of uh, paper choices and the format of it um, was that something you got involved with or worked with Ian on or did he come up with various suggestions because obviously you've done a couple of books previously so I suppose you've you've got the you've got an element of experience yourself as well yeah yeah you mean it- Ian, as I say, Ian's fantastic. So you you can you you've got there's never a question that gets kind of put to one brushed to one side, yeah, and there were many yeah. you know that yeah. I was asking or he was clarifying. You know, unfortunately, even though we both live in Scotland, we're you know it's he's up in the Highlands and ours uh, apart. Yeah, yeah, ours apart, and my time is is really limited, just yeah. due to work, you know, shift yeah. work and and childcare. So I don't. Uh, and we had a couple of meetings uh, arranged for kind of the beginning of COVID, which kind of obviously we, we could, we were just like, you know, it's kind of built up to this, you know, because we're going to just kind of sign off on the book and, you know, yes. sign the print and just have a, you know, a good chat about things. But even, even we couldn't even do that, you know, yeah. just, um, yeah. it's been such a weird year. So, so, but yeah, in terms of, uh, you know, I mean, Aim was really flexible in terms of, you know, uh, opinions, you know, uh, at the end of the day, his his trade as you know his background as a kind of graphic, you know, I, I really need to, uh, you know, respect that. I don't have that, you know, Absolutely. and I and so I very much trusted everything. You know, obviously, in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of another place press, I, I know many people will know of them, but some may. But they're obviously their their books aren't huge, big sort of hardback books. So. No. They've got they've got uh, like a, a model in place for kind of smaller you know soft uh, bound books, yeah, and um, and it really works for them. So th- there yeah. there were restrictions, but I didn't feel like there were restrictions. If you know yes, what I mean. yeah, well that's it. At the end of the day, Ian Ian 
very much knows his market and knows what works yeah. for him. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, he's he's there to deliver a commercially viable product. So as you say, yeah. while, while there is flexibility, he, he knows yeah. the parameters that he's working within. And if it, yeah. going out with certain parameters, it, it changes, I suppose, the product from it. But to be honest, in terms of the, the, the layout, obviously sequencing's huge. You know, I yes. don't know, you yeah. know, you know from yourself, it's it's massive and it's something that I kind of got my head around was certainly when I self-published, but not really. I did I did try, but probably yes. failed it to the extent. So whenever and by the time I'd sent in all the images and he had he did the sequence and you know for the book and yeah. Um you kinda and again other people feel this that whenever you spent so much effort and time, you actually almost come to the point of falling out of love with the images because you've looked at them the so often. So many times, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? By the end of it, I was like, I don't even like this stuff, you <laughs> know what I mean? But, um, but then Ian sent me the, the sequencing draft, you know, it was an initial draft, yeah. but I honestly, I, I was I was blown away um, by it. So I, I maybe got a bit too carried away, but I just said, yeah, that's the one. And there was a couple of wee tweaks. There was a couple of images that I wanted in that he yeah. thought worked best, but actually when we collectively got our heads together, we were really happy at the end. Yeah. Um, but I was so blown away by what he did with it that yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I yeah. was just, you, you know, was nodding. And, and yeah, you kind of fall as back, as and, you, you fall back in love with the work now that, now that yeah. someone with a fresh pair of eyes has taken a look at it and, and yeah. kind of realized what, what you've been working on and, and documenting yeah. over the last couple of yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so that was so yeah. Although there was huge sort of flexibility, and I could input as much as I want, I, I trust him, and I still would. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely delighted with how it turned out. You know, I mean, you could you could spend another five years, and you could keep going, you keep going, but there needs to be an end, an end point. So um, no, I was really, I'm really pleased. Yeah, and in terms of it, in terms of obviously your self-published book, Partition, which I was mm-hmm. unfortunate to pick a copy up recently. Again, does the does the experience of that now combined with the experience of doing your latest book, does it does it give you some motivation or interest in future projects that you might yeah. do another self-published doc, book from? Or, yeah, or do you quite possibly. like the... Possibly. The, you mean the self-published work, just a bit of background, it was about the, the Peace Walls in Belfast. Yeah. So, um, you mean there's various... Overall, I'm really proud of how it turned out. Bear in mind, it was my first attempt, and yes. it was my first attempt at it. It was my first project, really, yeah. first proper project. It was probably my first real documentary work as well. So it was a it was a huge shift from where I was, from you know vistas and landscapes yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, although I was already starting to change, my, even my kind of woodland work was much quieter um, yeah. in terms of what was going on in an image. Yes. Um, partition was 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 it was different on, on all aspects so overall i'm really proud of it there's things i would probably you know do differently i think probably i put too many images in for example yeah i would like to um i would like to revisit the work actually because obviously the, you mean the peace walls in belfast is a, it's a huge thing and that's what the book was about it was to yes. kind of um it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't uh, to make people sad or it wasn't made you know it wasn't it wasn't to shock people or anything like that um obviously it it was it was done to kind of make a point that over 20 kilometers of peace walls still live and exist in belfast which is 
you mean half the population of Edinburgh. Um, yes. But it's to it's to make people understand that they're still present and there's still things going on. Um, yeah. And despite you mean the province being unrecognisable for the better. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, there's still there's still that presence, and so I would like to probably go back and revisit. And there's there are peace walls in a, a couple of other areas in North Ireland as well. I'd maybe like to expand on it and and create it. I would I would like to do a hardback book or like a kind of large format book of yes. it uh, with yeah. sort of less less but larger images because yeah. they're all sort of medium format um, film images and the detail even. It's not a small book, but even at that size, it, it can be hard to to appreciate. So, yeah, I would potentially like, like to do that again, and in, in when when finances allow, you know, in the in the next few years. So, yeah, um, again, that you I mean that although I was self published, I had huge support from Greg Stewart of Kozu, who yeah, back back then I was the first um, kind of artist, if you're a photographer, you yeah, uh, he did on his kind of editions. Uh, Series. I was the first yeah. one, yeah. So, and it was purely him that reached out. And I've really, I've got to say a huge thank. He's, you mean, he's literally the nicest person you can meet. Yeah. And it was without his kind of support of the initial, probably zine as you would describe, but with the the kind of woodland work, um, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have done anything of what I've done now, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I, I, so I used, I used Greg. And at that time, it was kind of uh, still was operating under Kozu, but he wasn't. You know, the work, the, the books he's putting out now are incredible. You know, what I mean, he's yeah. literally representing people across the world right now. Yeah, and, indeed. Yeah, some fantastic uh, to books. A really, really, yeah, to a really, really high standard. So, um, so back this was twenty sixteen, pretty much four years ago to the day. To be honest, um, I was down in Bath and I got to you know meet Greg and spend you know a couple of days with him, and he's as nice as in person as you know as he comes across yes. you know yep. online so um he was able to you know his background has his, his family publishing business and but yeah. he's just a huge he's, he's he's photographed for years and he's a huge lover of photo books so he's yeah. just really passionate and he does yes. it for one he, he does it for one reason you know and for the best reason you know and yep. so it's uh he he provided a lot of you know support and suggestions and yeah. i would definitely wouldn't have been able to i would have been completely lost without them so although yeah. i was self-published i there was a lot of help in the, yeah. in the background you know, and even back then in as well and sergeant you know i, I was you know, messaging him and you know just out the goodness of his heart you know giving suggestions as well so Ab- as i say yeah, yeah as I say there's it's been uh that's been you know that it's the good people that you meet along the way I've been, I've been fantastic. You know? Yeah, well, that's it. They cut, they bring a, a lot of experience and knowledge to it, um, from bigger scale things, but also just down to the smaller details that and the points that you realise you've got to address that otherwise you you would possibly miss out on. And as you say, they provide the motivation and the encouragement to to progress the body of work. So, um, yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if you've got many photo books yourself, but uh, obviously this is all about books. So, are there maybe three or four books within your own shelves that uh, you take inspiration from, or you just enjoy sitting down and, and looking through every so often? Yeah, you you mean I've I'm, I don't have a huge photo book collection just because yes. my money seems to go out el- goes uh, go else goes elsewhere. It's either on uh, 
kids are film. Um, so yeah, yeah, the um, but I do, you know, I, mean, I do appreciate, you know, and there's, I suppose it's more. There was a book that I purchased recently from um, by Al Bryden. Um, oh yes, yep. Uh, uh, Solar Graphs book. Yeah. Now, it, that kind of, and it was it was uh, published by Joe Wright of yeah, uh, Joe Wright Editions. Yeah. Again, and I that you know a really lovely man. Yeah. And Al's, a- you know, and Al's fantastic, and I've, Al's probably one of the one of the most kind of diverse photographers you'll ever meet. It does, it, you know, it doesn't matter the genre, how he applies it. It's like you know, it cuts the grade. He's so good at, at so many things. Yeah. So. Um, Whenever, yeah. So his book, I was, you mean that that kind of you know, intentional camera movement or kind of more, probably more artistic or certainly more graphic kind of form of work is not something that would really interest me if I'm honest. And that's not because it's just it's just personal taste. It's yep. not because I think it's bad or anything. But then, so I purchase it really just to kind of support Al and and Joe and stuff like that. And uh, I'm, but I got my. I got my copy through a few months ago yeah. and uh, it is just like, it's, it's just the nicest looking thing. You know, it's, yeah. um, I can't even describe it cause I'm, I'm just not that creative with my, uh, with my words, but it's just, it's just, it's so, so tactile and you, as you hold it, it just, it kind of comes alive. It's almost like 3d, you know? Yeah. Um, so in terms of recent purchases, um, Unfortunately, I'm not able to support as many people as you. Know, I'd love to buy everybody's book. You know, it's Absolutely. like uh, I've still, I've still got uh, uh, Neil Burnell's uh, Woodland book to buy and stuff. You know, there's, there's little books that I kind of mark in the background that yes, I want to get. Yeah, yeah, but just with you know life getting in the way, you just stop. And, but, and also, there are so many these days that are that are being published that it's literally it's a. Uh, a lot of it's, it's, like a it's, it's, it's a lot of it's it's potluck if you happen to see a message about it on twitter or instagram and if yeah. you do you're maybe able to pick up a copy if not by the yeah. time you see an email about it it's yeah. it's sold out yeah you I mean it's yeah because i don't really get a chance to go on twitter as much um certainly at the minute i kind of dip in and out it's like everybody i think a wee bit with it yeah um i think you know world events sometimes oversaturate it and it sometimes can get yes. a bit messy yep. in terms of what you want to see um yeah yeah. I mentioned that I mentioned that a couple of times during the year, and um, although I do think um, that's certainly leveling out a bit, thankfully. Yes. Um, but you know, I mean it's more photography. You know, whenever I was um, when I was first doing the kind of landscape photography, everything was about um, Joe Cornish. You know, all everything, and that that might surprise people now having looked at my work, but um, everything was you know, had all his books and. Yeah, uh, down at the, the gallery a couple of times. I was lucky enough to kind of do a, uh, a kind of uh, presentation with them one night at the gallery and stuff. So that was a huge deal. Yeah, it still is a huge deal now. And even though my photographies went away a wee bit from that, it's it's still I still absolutely love. You know, when I look back, you know, the work he was producing in the late nineties and early two thousands. You know, yep. on 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 large format film, it, it's it's just it's timeless you know so yeah his kind of the scott scotland mountains and uh scotland's coast and thing are still books that i love you know seeing and things like that yeah um and then from the maybe the more documentary side um uh, you know fairly obvious people but again stuff that you know alex soth yeah um his kind of documentary um 
work or uh, sleep on by the Mississippi and things like that. Um, they were, you know, just to stare at you. You're just completely unaware of, you know, the the detail until you actually properly sort of take it with both hands and yeah, uh, and, and, and appreciate and study it. it. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably you. Know, it's it changes daily in terms of of who Absolutely. I enjoy. You know. Yeah. As I mentioned before, Dan Wood stuff, you know, his uh, A Gap in the Hedge that he did a couple of yeah, years ago. Brilliant book. Um, which was which was uh, done by another another place as well. It's fantastic. Um so yeah, as I say, I, I probably don't expose myself enough, you know. A lot I love um uh, sort of Chris Killip stuff. Um yep. I love you know in flagrante, um and then his I, I love I actually love the little projects that the photographer don't publish you know yes. so there was, yeah. you know his uh project there's a wee short film on on youtube uh, or vimeo or something is uh skin and growth which some of the work goes into in flagrante but it's um it's a really sort of personal it's a beautiful film quite a quite a haunting sad film but um yeah, it's the little things that people don't publish that yeah. maybe they put on their Instagram. You know, it's, you know, yeah. I did this ten years ago that I actually find you know, as if not more interesting sometimes. Yeah, it's 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 quite strange. There was a book that I'd recently purchased. I think it was a German photographer, and it was a lovely book. Um, but then I think mm. when someone asked me for a, 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 a where I got it from, I said, "Right, you need to go into his website." And I went back onto his website, and then I saw another body of work that he'd produced. But there wasn't any book, and I just said, "I wish she'd produced a body. I wish she'd produced something for this because it's, mm. it's, it's way as you say, it's when you see something that you think yeah. that would be lovely to see um, equally so in print. But um, yeah. at the same time, it's great. It's like, like, like yourself. Okay, I have a few books, one or two books. It's fair to say, um, and I try to support as many people as possible, um, big, small, everything in between." there's only so many books you can you can buy but even although um i can't buy everything it's great to get recommendations from people because even mm. if i'm not buying their book you can still go and view their work online and get inspiration oh, yeah. and and you begin to expand the 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 genres of photography you maybe follow and and as you say with the likes of owl's owl's book you mm. you don't i don't necessarily need to buy a book and I don't necessarily want to buy a book of of work that I would go out and photograph myself because it's it's I'm not looking to get that from every single book I buy. It's I've got plenty of books of which the yeah. the style of photography and the genre of photography I have no interest, never will have any interest of going to yeah. replicate. But I still really thoroughly enjoy sitting down and looking through yeah. them and enjoy the work. Um, Absolutely, and I think that you make a really good point there because you know I think definitely from looking at that i'll definitely expose myself to to other work that's just at odds with maybe my own you know because yes you know i've, I've kind of uh you know i've photographed kind of you know documentary or or landscape or sort of more intimate woodlands i've i've, I've done that and don't get me wrong there's um i'll still absolutely love that and and continue to do so and i'll still you know support that but exposing myself and my eyes and my, my head to just something new um yeah. will certainly be something i do more in the future because of that you know yeah and i, I think it also ex exposure to different styles it generates different ideas in your mind for your own work in your yeah. own style and I, I think that's the beauty of it and as we we're saying yeah. earlier before it's, i know a lot of people like to collect prints 
um, person. I, I prefer to collect books because I don't need to, if I'm buying a print, it's going on the wall, or if I don't have space, it sits in a box of some sort. Whereas mm -hmm. the book, it, it, it's great. You can sit down, you can take it in. You don't need to like every single image. But you can begin to see how sequencing works as well, because as you as you talked about earlier on, sequencing is such a huge thing. Um, when if you're publishing your own book, or even if you're involved, mm -hmm. and even it makes no difference whether it's nine or ninety pictures, you've still to put it into the sequence. And it, when when you begin to look through other people's books, you can begin to see how how they do it and how patterns mm -hmm. emerge in, in in the work that they are doing as well. But um, yeah, I don't th I don't think books are going anywhere, and there seems to be more and more people who are attempting to self publish, particularly with the likes yeah. of the online facilities as well that allow you to do a small run of 30, 20, 30 books. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, and people were, you know, not that long ago, before the kind of, um, I suppose, the, the influx in the last few years, people were not necessarily moaning, but make, making comment on the fact on that you should, nobody prints their work anymore or nobody, you know, it's all on a on a phone or a TV, on a computer screen. And then yeah. as soon as ever, not everybody, but as soon as there is that increase of, of printed work, it's like, oh, there's too much too of that. Much stuff. <laughs> you know, the, 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 great, the great thing is you can expose yourself to how much or as little as you want through your own actions. So Absolutely. if you, you know I mean, if you want to be exposed to, you know, loads of current stuff, then, you can, you can do you can so likewise. So, yeah. It's quite easy now to kind of turn off a lot. So. Yeah. Well, what are your what are your plans for the future? Any more projects in under wraps? I, I saw you'd posted a message recently yeah. to say you were out uh, wrecking for a future project. Yeah, I'd sort so I I tend to live <laughs> Scotland as as many people will know is is certainly one or and a, a lot of people, some people acknowledge the most beautiful country and I, I don't want to do a disservice but to others but certainly up there you know from from what I've seen the area I live in is is probably the least <laughs> dramatic <laughs> of all you know it's not it doesn't have any coast it doesn't have any mountains it's got a couple of hills and yeah and uh, and yeah and a couple of motorways um but yeah so I, because of time constraints like like others um I, I do have to stay close to what's home so yeah what this area does have and what and, and a real unique and, and fascinating part of its history is the the shale oil kind of uh yes which was huge in scotland and it was you know i don't think people realize how massive scotland's stature was in terms of oil excavation 100 150 years ago so yeah um there's still a lot of remnants with that today it's probably a project that maybe 20 years ago would have been stronger so i'm still i'm still at odds what to do with it if i'm honest yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, it's something of of i'm i'm picking away at and i'll see where it goes yeah i'm not massively hopeful it doesn't i think with the last couple of projects i've done you know within as soon as i started i've been massively excited and could see it going somewhere with this one i can't quite which maybe tells me a lot so yes yep we'll see, we'll see. it's it's very very hard to it's very, it's very hard to be unique, and I don't want to be unique or or have something new, and and by itself for for that sake, you know, yeah. it, it needs to be it needs to be strong, you know. And there's plenty of people that redo old things over and over, but with a, a slightly different twist, and yes. it's excellent for that. So it's a it's a bit of balance at the minute, um, time wise. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've struggled to 
a, a struggle. Um, I would love to do something um, on the islands and stuff like that, but then I feel, you mean, you in terms of the Hebrides, you mean it's an area that I have no link to. Yes. So why you mean why why am I doing that? You know what what reason have I got? Yes. Yeah. The last the last couple of projects, you know, with certainly back home, so there, there was obviously a an element of 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 link there, and and with the first and fourth, it was it was local to me. Yes. Uh, to extend an area that I attend to, but why would you? Know, I'm not just you know I would love to, but what what right do I have to go and photograph that? If you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's it's hard it's hard at the minute so we'll we'll see i'm sure something will come it might just be that i i redo like i said at the beginning um some old work in a different format yes and uh, and and produce it in a in a, in a very different way which yeah. excites me you know, the, the woodland stuff is probably something that i would like to do as well in a, in a much larger format with yeah. less images but something yeah, like that absolutely so, there's a book trad uh, which is Gunnar Smolianski, I think it is. Probably pronounced that wrong. Um, and it's not a very high image count, but it's all very large woodland prints that, again, has been really nicely produced, nicely yeah. printed, and you can really begin to see the, the, the detail in the shots, um, yeah. which, again, probably suit the likes of your original woodland yeah. work or or maybe one of, uh, a big format yeah. version of uh, of Partition take two or something like that yeah that's that's probably the most likely thing at this point something that i don't have to leave the house much for. (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah we'll we'll see we'll see well on that note i would like to thank you john it's been a pleasure chatting to you thank you for taking so much time out of uh, your end of your shift and it's a pleasure (laughs) chatting with you thanks very much all the best mate thank you cheers